Whether you're fly fishing in a stream, getting those ankles wet, or deep in the ocean casting nets, fish nerds, fish nerds, fish nerds, it's a podcast. Just for the hell Hello and welcome to the Fish Nerds, the show about fish, fishing, and eating fish. I'm Clay Groves, Chief Executive Fish Nerd, Licensed Fishing Guide, your best friend, an award-winning podcaster. Hey, welcome. Uh, we're so happy to have you. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, always glad to have listeners. And today's show is, as always, super fun. I'm and, uh, waiting to hear what's on it. It's going to be great. Today on the show, Fish Guy Josh is back with his social media recommendations. He's going to tell you who you should be following on social media with his segment, Fish Guy Follows. Uh, Rich Collins, our fly fishing correspondent, and I went on a fishing adventure. We're dubbing it the Fifty Shades of Lake Trout. We were abused by Lake Trout uh, last week fishing with Bucks Pass and Beyond. We bring you with us, uh, and you get to hear the whole story. And I am doing a product review. I'm going to review the Go Fish Cam, the fishing camera for trolling. So all that, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun, so stay with us. All right, let's jump right in with 50 Shades of Lake Trout. We went fishing with Bucks, Bass, and Beyond. We got invited to go to Sebago Lake in uh, southern Maine. Uh, Charles McGee, who runs this operation, he uses a pontoon boat. Same thing I do, which is great because it's so fun to go out with someone and see them running a similar business. Uh, Even more importantly, see them willing to share what they've learned. Uh, There's a lot in in the guide business. There's a lot of other guides and most of them are territorial. They don't want to share information. They don't want other guides to be as good as them. Uh, and I, 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 I believe in like the rising tide. You know, we all get better. Get the, the more great guides out there, the more we all look good. So it's really nice to meet with someone like Charles. Uh, but anyway, so he took us out on his fishing pontoon boat, and we were hunting lake trout. And it was cold. You'll hear us uh, live on tape here in a minute. It was super, super cold. But uh, this trip actually changed the way I view trolling. Uh, All summer, I was just reluctant to troll at all. I didn't want to drag lines behind the boat and drive really slow around a lake. But it's funny how when you catch fish, your brain changes just a little bit. Now, you'll notice in this segment, we had some audio issues. We were recording... um, we were recording at like 33 degrees, 15 mile winds. Um, we were we could barely move, but I, th- I think we're gonna get over all that pretty quick because this is real the real deal fishing trip. And I'd like to bring you on more fishing trips with us. I love doing these live kind of recordings, so get past that. Uh, pay attention really close. Charles uh, McGee uh, is total all main, but he'll be dropping you some uh, some fishing tip tips. Uh, so using Maine lingo, you'll hear all about uh, fishing in Maine. Rich Collins, our fly guy, is trying to keep up with him. And uh, and every time we pushed record, we caught a fish. So it makes me want to fish with my uh, audio recorder more often. For those of you guys who are podcasters, you want to know what I was recording with, we're using a Rode shotgun mic and the um, Zoom H4N handheld recorder. Anyway, enjoy this fishing trip with Charles McGee from Bucks Bass and Beyond. You can find him at BucksBassAndBeyond.com. We got 15 mile winds. Rich Collins is here. Rich Collins, good morning. Good morning. It's cold. It's cold. What are your thoughts so far on this fishing trip? 
on, Rich. Fish on, all right. Live, head shaking. That's a definitely, uh, we get, all right, Rich, talk us through it. What do you feel? Um, I feel a minnow on the end of this little <laughs> rod here. Oh, he kicked, he it's kicked. A yellow perch. <laughs> oh, there he is. Oh! Salmon! Salmon! Oh, it's a, Sammy. It's a little baby. Hey! All right! Oh, no. That's pretty sweet to get a salmon. Through the hook already and got on the uh, rainbow trout pattern. Yeah, the wonder bread. Confused. We got a 12, 14 inches there, not too bad. A little fish, gonna fish and let him go. Yeah, be a nice fish stick. Cute. All right, there's a picture. Black dots on it. It's like saying that's like how they they're individual. You can say like this is. Oh, it's their fingerprint. Yeah, it's their fingerprint. Thank you. Have you ever caught the same one twice? I don't think so, buddy. Bite. <laughs> Only the proper release. Sir. I was awesome. <laughs> Rich Collar reporting. All right, this is Magic Rich. <laughs> Just brought in a landlocked salmon. <laughs> we were mildly joking about who first brought the salmon to Maine, the landlocked salmon, um, and I don't know that we know who created it or where landlocks came from. <laughs> they rode in on the glacier. The ocean they glacier? Trapped by glacier rock. They cut them off from the ocean. That's my thing. The glaciers brought the landlocked salmon to the great state of Maine. 10,000 years ago. And I happened to catch one on a downrigger. On a downrigger. And I thought it was a perch. We're just going to send it. 88 feet deep. 95. 85. That's it. We are launching the downrigger here on the, what's the boat's name? Uh, Slob City. <laughs> Slob City, the SS Slob City. Captain Clay Groves is at the wheel. Clay, how's driving the Slob? Uh, you know, it feels like driving a pontoon boat. I've been doing this all summer, so it feels very familiar. Comfortable ride. Uh, I, I'm excited about this because the only other guy to know who guides on a pontoon boat is Charles. So uh, coming out and see his operation and see that uh, you just got to put time in on these things. There's some hope still. <laughs> We've got comfy leatherette seats. We've got a nice deck to run around on. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, how many lines we got in? Five. Five lines and a camera, and we are uh, staring at beautiful Sebago Lake. Yeah, it's a so good I day. Should, I was saying earlier, before we got rudely interrupted interrupt by that salmon, uh, I can't talk because I'm shivering, uh, but we're testing out the Go Fish Cam today. So hopefully the goal is to get pictures of this underwater camera with fish chasing its lure. Um, I've got lots of pictures of nothing so far. And we we sound drunk because we're so cold. We and can, yeah. This is what hypothermia sounds like. It's setting <laughs> in hard. We stopped shivering, and now we just can't talk, and I feel like getting naked. Like, that's how cold I am. And on that note, let's talk about something else. <laughs> Captain, tell us about your business here. I'm not going to be able to find my business for about two hours after this trip. It's so damn cold out here. <laughs> that's Bucks Bass and Beyond with no business. Has a little uh, little cold snap here. Rich Collins with other fish. You know, trolling's kind of fun when you got a good group and you got a lot of fish, lot and you got fish. big fish. She's lying to you. There's a lot of turning happening here. You want to keep it to the right a little bit? I'm going to keep you off the other line. Yeah. Good eye there. Good eye. Good eye. Good eye. I feel like we're playing baseball now. Fish on. We should be recording this on the video. <laughs> so let's see. We don't have color yet. Rich, how do you. Oh, there he is. What is color. it? Is it a salmon? Salmon. Sam? No, trout. Lake trout. 
Listen, I've been married for uh, 11 years now. That's the best action I've had in months. <laughs> 50 chains of lake trout coming your way. <laughs> All right, so. That's the podcast episode name, 50 uh, Shades of Lake Trout. So this lake trout's probably pushing 19 inches, 18 yeah, inches. He's pretty. Yeah. He's a pretty little skinny guy. We're going to there. a little baby. We're going to send him back. Send it. There you go. Send it. Oh. <laughs> All right, nice one. I like how the uh, these trolling are not ripping the crap out of their lips. That always bothers me about trolling. Yeah. Um, but they're coming right off the hook. They're happy. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of. This is a good operation. Charles, the water's so cold that you can read them right up. They're still so fresh. You can t- check them out, let them go. They're swimming off wicked strong. 58-degree water. There's plenty of oxygen, plenty of bait. They're, like, so strong right now that yeah. they're swimming off happy as can be not like in august where you like beg them to swim off you got, you got a bunch of floaters like you just took a dump behind you on the boat i'm telling you if you if you're in maine and you want to have a good time call bucks pass and beyond come on out with charles he at least fill your day with words if nothing else you're either a sinker or a floater what kind of what, what are you <laughs> pick one unless you're a feeder feeders i'm gonna find the feeders All right, Rich just caught the uh, lake trout of his lifetime. Rich, what do you think about that? That was a horse. That was a sloth. That was a shoulder. That was a beef. That was a pig. Yeah. And that color, that was a green back fish. What do you think about that, Charles? Gorgeous, gorgeous colors. He was going into spawn mode. The whole back of that cr- fish was green. Its uh, fins were all orange with the white tips. That was a 30-inch fish. Weighed close to 10 pounds. Massive shoulders. Beautiful fish. Bucks, bass, and beyond at its finest all day long. Main fish. <laughs> I'm moving. That's it. <laughs> you just said there are no big fish in the fresh water. You like you gotta go to the ocean, Bob. I heard you say it. I, did say I heard that. you say it. <laughs> uh, made our morning, buddy. You made our morning. Is it worth getting up for? Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, that yeah. thing was so fat. It looked like a log you put on the fire, like a cord of wood. Just it's like a thin. Is, is this good line? Because this, I see the knots there. I'm like, is this going to lose? Oh, those are professional cinch knots, blood <laughs> knot. <laughs> the best knot. way to tie one line of equal diameter to another line, <laughs> a blood knot. YouTube it. <laughs> I got a knot app. I'm going to talk Mana. We just got a couple nice lake trout just dragging the downriver ball right up the hill in the mud. Sometimes they're so close, you know, like just drop the ball straight into the mud, give them an epic mud bomb, bring it back up just a little bit. Lake trout. Yeah. And then, now we we know a good, you know a good guide when they can make horse shit up like that and pull a fish out of the water. So nice job. Uh, I'm full of theories and I am full of shit. But I will mud bomb the crap out of you on Sebago Lake, and it produces, man. Yeah, you can as long as you can back it up with big fish like that. We don't care what you call it. That was remarkable. Rich, you've had a few minutes of adrenaline rush to go away. How do you feel? I'm a master fisherman. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Sure, I had a little help from some mud bomb, but you know. <laughs> uh, that's different from uh, taco night when you mud bomb your own underwear oh, that's something different okay uh, they're totally different we're learning a lot here about charles mcgee today we're learning that he'll always take it to the next level 
So, whether it's fishing or having a conversation while you're fishing, he's here for you. Mud bombing. Yeah, he's got a young kid in preschool, so mud bombing is part of his life anyway. Oh, they are. <laughs> Dad, I gotta poop. Get out of here. I need my privacy. <laughs> Two minutes later, come back in and wipe my butt. <laughs> Uh, that's parenting in two sentences. <laughs> is this a typical day for you? This is, this is we're doing pretty good this morning. It was freezing out this morning, but we we tend to average, you know, uh, fifteen about fifteen fish a trip for sure. And uh, in late April and around May, like we'll just pound twenty fish a trip. Like they're coming out of uh, their cold weather, they're feeding. In June, you know, we're getting 15, 20. In July, you're starting to earn them. You're having to fish longer, and you really have to go through a couple more spots. But you're still getting 10 or 15 fish a day in July and August. That's that's the guide life. you got to know where those bait balls are. you got to know where just the right ledge is. And that's what people are paying the money for. They're paying for the mud bombing. Mud bombs, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, we just landed a 10-pound and a 6-pound lake trout back-to-back. -back. That's a good day. We're having a good day. That's good. And we're going home in a few minutes, so this is perfect. Nice. Yep. All right, so tell us about the fish behavior in July. Like, I don't understand why you can't catch them in July. Well, we'll do in May and June. You just find the bait and you troll through the bait, and they're going to be there actively on the bait balls in 80 to 95 feet of water, pounding it. Catch 20 fish a day. Then something weird happens in July and August. You go through those same bait balls, and the fish are lacking. They've gone. But where they've gone is into deeper water right off the bait ball. And so they might be in 140, 150 feet of water farther down the hill. And what they're doing is they're just sitting down there on their couch, sitting in the AC, having a natty light, just in the nice cold spring, cooler water, higher oxygen, loving it. And when they're hungry, they just creep right back up the hill, all lazy, come up, eat a couple donut holes, eat a steak off the counter at 95 feet of water, have some food, and then right back down to their couch. And that's what they do all August, staying down in that colder water with more oxygen where they can be more active. Perfect. Today, uh, fishing with Bucks, Bass, and Beyond is uh, Charles McGee, uh, high energy, wants to catch fish, so he's kind of obsessive about it, which I like, and uh, he re he's just no quitter. He refuses. All right, so we're, we're having the recorder on because the hopes is that while we're having a conversation, we'll be distracted and the fish won't notice us and they will bite. Charles, so you do an ice fishing operation too? I do. I offer ice fishing tours all over southern Maine for huge salmon, brown trout, and rainbow trout. The no. nice thing about Maine, you can catch salmon through the ice. New Hampshire is closed down for ice fishing. So. They're protected here. You have to release them immediately to a couple of the lakes. It's catch and release. And some of them, if you catch one, you got to cut the line right with the salmon in the hole if you're at certain lakes. But uh, I also teamed up with a bed and breakfast that's close by, and he uses the company van, and he'll deliver you to and from the lake, from the bed and breakfast to meet me uh, on Fern Hill Farm out in the Wiley Road. Super nice couple in a quaint New England home. And so I offer ice fishing with lodging. All went along. Just not bad, not yeah. bad. And this isn't your full-time gig yet. You work as a registered nurse. So people know when they're fishing with you, they're going to have fun, they're going to laugh a lot, and they're going to be safe, right? It is safe. It's really safe. It sure is after you like start choking on a wing ding or a ring ding or something. <laughs> I'll give you the Heimlich maneuver. 
and then I'll properly drag you back to shore, stabilizing your neck. <laughs> From your wingdinger. From your wingdinger. <laughs> You're totally safe in my hands. Yep, I worked at an LDL apheresis center, which is similar to dialysis, where people with toxic cholesterol, I start IVs all day long, set up these wicked expensive machines. That's three days a week, and I'm allowed to go fishing four days a week. And uh, it's been quite a show. I'm always busy, but always having fun. That's more days fishing than working. I like that, huh? I made the turn this year. I told them, I was like, I can't do Thursdays anymore. You're stressing me out. The fish are biting wicked hot on Thursdays. They are. I'm done with Thursdays. <laughs> you got that right. Thursdays is fishing is party day. Yeah, now back to the right a little bit, boss. We're on the ledge. We're on, what do we call it? Lucy's Ledge. Lucy's Ledge. <laughs> Every time we've come across this ledge, we've had a different name. Yeah, back to the right. All right, we're going to miss him. Last chance ledge. Uh oh, the captain's getting up in the seat now. He did good. The mate failed. I did okay. for bass fishermen. Even though I'm not. I'm a trout. I'm sorry. I'm a trout geek. But these are trout, so it's all good. It's the wind. They're a char, aren't they? I don't know. Lake trout, they're a char, aren't they? I have no idea, buddy. They're a toad. Toad. That's right. Yeah. I don't know the difference between char and trout. I don't think. Brookies are char. Yep. Correct. Yep. Lakers are char. So I think. Char. So it's gotta be trout. Blueback. Yep. Char. Mm -hmm. So what the hell's a brown trout? Trout. What's your uh, best fish caught in this lake? Almost 31 inches, 11 pounds. Some young lady this uh, August, August 7th. We caught our biggest fish in August. She was pretty happy. We caught our most fish days in August as well, which can be hard to do. The, fish, the fishing slows down and we're still pounding them. And what's, um, do you ever eat these things? No, they taste like mud. Absolute mud, disgusting. You have to be starving. I get a, <laughs> I get a calzone from the Gorham House of Pizza on the way home. I am not eating a lake trout. And if I do bring a home home and I clean it and I put it in my backyard, I got every skunk and possum and rabid dog and gourmet digging through my trash because I ate a three pound lake trout, choked down a bunch of bones for half a meal. Not happening. It's one Powerball. The skunks win Powerball. Lake trout day! Oh, oh shit! Dude, it's so gross. He caught another one! But some people it's like them. They're, they're liars. Oh, oh, fish. fish on! Fish. fish on! Go ahead, get it. Oh yeah, that's one. I knew this would work. It's a big one. Still feel I think so. No, maybe not. What was it head shaking? No, that's a fish. What do you want? Yeah, I guess. Off, just put it down. No, it's a fish. Well, there's there's something on it. That's a fish. Eh, it's not. It's a fish. It's not a big fat monster. Rich is for the first time disappointed in a fish. Didn't somebody say that last time we went out that I'm always disappointed with the fish that I catch? You're already depressed. You haven't seen the fish yet. You're already sad. I know it doesn't <laughs> feel like the other one. I wasn't sad on that big one. I had a 10-pounder earlier. This 7-pounder is disappointing. That's exactly it. You got one, Grub? We're gonna, gonna get him. Gonna get him. Get him. Don't let that fish work you like the last one. <laughs> Rich is getting tired. Needs a shark belt. Yeah, this this rail's tired. It is a hard one. That's why I catch a fish on it. It's like, I think it's a oh, you know why? Because it's lead core. It's the wrong side. I mean, it's like a yeah. You're, you're, you're reeling with your wrong arm, and it's like a one to one gear ratio. You're just cranking that fish up. There's no drag running on that thing. 
Come on, that real cost me 40 bucks three years ago. It's the best one I got. <laughs> oh, I like your style, Charlie. <laughs> All right, we're going to stay with it live recording while Rich fights this fish in. It must be like 700 feet behind the boat. I can't even see the line. <laughs> I think it's a minnow. <laughs> Keep fighting. Rich is getting tired. Do you want someone to trade off? <laughs> yeah, do you want to take over? Oh, I don't. I want to watch you do this fish was uh, in Canada. <laughs> Jeez. It's in a different lake. There's so much line out on this thing. Use the Gatorade break. Towel. Water boy. Gatorade. <laughs> Put some Vaseline on his face. <laughs> He's getting chilled. Oh, oh, it's a fish. Uh-oh. They're coming yet. Hey, lake trout. That's a good one. Oh, yeah, it's another good one. Oh. Come on. Good Please go to the microphone. Oh, yeah. 24? Oh, nice one. Man. That's a good fish. That's a good fish. Everything. It's not as good as the other one. Roll. That's like a tank. It is a tank. That's a big fat fish. Holy hell. Alright, we're heading back in. Wrapping up a day of fishing with Bucks Bass and Beyond. Been fishing for nigh on at 17 hours. It was freezing cold when we got out here. It's freezing cold now, but it doesn't feel nearly as bad because we were acclimated. Charles, how do you think about how do you, how do you feel about fishing with the fish nerds? It was a lot of fun today. You guys are definitely nerds. <laughs> no question about it. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot warmer out here. The snot drip has slowed down substantially coming off my face. Yeah, some people measure in Celsius, some Fahrenheit, some in snot. And uh, Bucks Bass and Beyond, definitely snot is the measurement of cold. Yeah. Rich, what do you think of this trip overall? You, you pay for a lot of guided trips. What do you think about this one? I love Maine. There's no place like it on Earth. I like to bitch about it, but I, Maine's a great place. Yeah. We caught some nice fish today. Caught some monster fish. Beautiful fish. Oh, the best one was that one you caught, Rich. It was probably pushing 10, 11 pounds. I'd say 12 pounds. Easily 14 pounds. When you add the shoulders, 15 pounds. Plus the tongue, right? Absolutely. You add the weight of the angler. Yeah. <laughs> Could barely pick it up. <laughs> I always add the weight of the angler. Those 9 or 10 pounds all day, 30 inches with shoulders. Just a massive, beautiful lake trout on a chilly morning. In southern Maine. I like that you can guess their size before they're even in the boat. You're like, 14.2 inches, and you're yanking it. <laughs> 30 pounds. <Yeah>. Now, <laughs> do you, any theory on why lake trout bleed so much? They're sensitive bastards. Yeah, Just a bunch, like of, bunch of wusses. <laughs> <laughs> they're not like bass. You could like throw those things around, smack them off your canoe. You let them go, it's like no big deal. These lake trout, they're just sensitive. They have tons of gills in there to get the treble hook, get caught up in a little bit. They like breathing. Yeah. <laughs> bass, you can whack them on a wall. You That's can true. use them as, <laughs> you can have pillow fights with bass. That's true, but totally fun. Uh, and, and your website is, I assume it's BucksBassAndBeyond.com. It sure is, BucksBassAndBeyond.com. Southern Maine Adventures right on Sebago Lake in Southern Maine, guys. It was my pleasure to have you out here today. Yeah, and if people are booking a trip for next summer, can they book now? Yeah, booking right now, absolutely. And I got all these ice fishing tours coming up this winter, which I are for lodging as well. I supply the shack, the heat, DVD player. Like, ice fishing season's coming up. Now, I heard that even if they get cold enough, you'll spoon with them. True? Respooning? Respooning. <laughs> nice, uh, nice upgrade. <laughs> part of Maine that scares me a little. <laughs> yeah. well, everything's legal in Maine, that's why we like it. Yeah, you never know after two cups of coffee brandy, I'll almost spoon with anyone. Like, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, 
Main special drink pot. <laughs> you go to the liquor store, there's 14 aisles of coffee brandy, and there's like one aisle of absolute and fireball. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Charles. That was truly an amazing trip. I can't wait to get out on the ice with you this winter and see what you do. He was telling me he was going to take us fishing and watch Goonies at the same time. So I'm all in on a fishing trip that involves watching Goonies. Next up, we got Fish Guy Josh with Fish Guy Follows. If you've liked this segment, you like Fish Guy Josh, check out his YouTube channel. Just search for Fish Guy Josh. It's all one word. Uh, and you can check out his videos on YouTube. Fish Guy Josh. Here's Fish Guy Follows. Welcome fellow fish nerds to the latest edition of Fish Guy Follows with me, your host, Fish Guy Josh, where we take a look at some of the fishiest things in social media, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, you name it, we cover it. So hang on tight while the rest of this song rocks your face off and then sit back and relax. It's time for Fish Guy Follows. Yes, yes, the music is rocking. I am pumped. It is time for another edition of Fish Guy Follows. So let's get right to it, Fish Nerd, shall we? This week, uh, our social media platform of choice is going to be Facebook, specifically Facebook groups. A lot of you guys are probably familiar with Facebook group pages because you're likely members of the Fish Nerds group page. If you're not familiar with Facebook group pages, they're a great way to network with a lot of people on very specific subjects. Now, our subject this week is specifically um, the Facebook group page, Bluegill Ultralight Fishing. Now, that is Bluegill spelled in all capitals, uh, and then Ultralight and Fishing. This is a Facebook group page specifically focused on pan fishing with ultralight gear. Uh, It is not solely bluegill. Uh, You'll see a lot of cool bluegill stuff on here, but don't think that that's the only thing you're going to see in this group page. Essentially, if you're into sunfish and a big nerd for sunfish like I am, this page probably has something for you. It's got a pretty high uh, posting frequency. Probably get sometimes three to six posts a day. Uh, Other times you're not going to see a lot of different posts, but there might be one post on there that gets a lot of activity on it. I was surprised how many people are active on this group. I posted a few sunfish pictures, kind of unique sunfish that you don't typically see on pages like this. And I mean, some of the most likes I've ever gotten on posts have actually come from this group, which is pretty surprising to me. There's a lot of different things that you'll find. Typically, the majority of it is people posting fishing pics, kind of showing off their catches and showing off the gear they used. I've done that a lot, mostly. Um, Another thing you're going to find on here is a lot of gear review and gear advertisement. This can be anything from um, jigs and baits to uh, rod and reel setups to just cool little uh, boating gear. Um, There's also a lot of just uh, what I would call like noob questions because, you know, let's face it, pan fishing is a great intro uh, fishing for people who don't do a lot of angling. 
So you get a lot of people on here asking real basic questions. You get a lot of great replies. So it's a lot of good discussion. My personal favorite is some of the really odd baits you see on here. If you're really into ultralight fishing and like trying all these crazy looking super ultralight jigs and stuff like that, you'll find some of these on this page. You'll see uh, a lot of beautiful bluegill. I mean, some of the bluegill posted on these these this page is, is amazing. Just monster slabs. Uh, you'll also see a lot of harvested fish pictures. Mm. A lot of these guys on here like eating panfish. I like eating panfish. So if you're strictly a catch and release guy, you know, be prepared to see that kind of stuff. Um, no one's really trolling anybody for keeping fish. They all appear to be adhering to their local legal limits. Um, so I really have no problem with it. And, um, you know, when you go on there, expect to see that and be cool about it. It's no big deal. You'll see a lot of cool random sunfish, a lot of kid fishing photos, which are always cool, and all around a pretty fun group page. I would suggest going there if you're into pan fishing or ultralight fishing. You can learn a lot. You can see a lot of great photos and uh, have a good time with it. Again, it's a Facebook group page, and that is Bluegill Ultralight Fishing. Bluegill spelled all capitals, ultralight, then fishing. So check them out on Facebook. If you like what you see, uh, go ahead, join the group, and I think you're going to enjoy it. And for all you guys out there who want to follow me on social media, you can find me on Instagram. That's my main platform. That's at fishguyjosh, all one word. And if you want, you can check out some of my videos on YouTube. And again, the channel is same thing as Instagram. It's fishguyjosh, all one word. I'm Fish Guy Josh. This has been Fish Guy Follows. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next go round. This episode's brought to you by you. <laughs> brought to us by you. Brought to you by, I don't know. Anyway, this is sponsored by the listeners over at patreon.com. You want to support the show? Go to patreon.com slash fish nerds and help us support the show. We're asking listeners to donate $1 an episode. So four bucks a month. And that goes a long way to supporting this podcast, uh, especially if a lot of you do it. You know, we have thousands of listeners now. So the more of you who do this, the better. Um, so patreon.com slash fish nerds. There's lots of different rewards levels. We'll mention your name on the show. If you donate at the $25 level, we'll mention your business, like our friend Josh Lopes. Go to lopestax.com for all your <laughs> all your tax needs. Coming soon, you'll need those taxes. We also have uh, different levels. We're giving away beanies and decals and all that stuff. Uh, those who are waiting for them, uh, good news. I just got a call from the embroiderer. They are in the last batch my... Um, my friendly neighborhood uh, field mice uh, thought would make great nests, and they were right. They were a very good, cozy nests, but they also make good head warmers. Then we go to patreon.com slash fishnerds, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, slash fishnerds, and help us crowdfund this podcast. Literally, the only reason the show exists is because of our Patreon supporters. So thank you so much. All right, next up, product reviews. I got, at the beginning of the summer, I got sent a camera called the Go Fish Cam, the makers of the of the camera sent to me. So uh, the website is gofishcam.com. So that's easy enough. And and essentially what it is, is it's like a GoPro in a long tube. And when you when you look at it in the box, kind of imagine like, uh, I can't think of a better word, like a torpedo or a vibrator um, <laughs> shaped with it with a camera on the flat end of it. Uh, and on one end, you'll tie your, your line to it. 
Uh, on the other end, you tie a leader in a lure and you drag it behind your boat while you are trolling. And the concept is it takes these one minute long loop videos of what your, fi- well, you know, of your fishing trip. Um, and it takes beautiful videos. I got to tell you, so I took out the box, really excited to use it. I didn't have a micro SD card handy. So it sat in my boat for most of the summer. Finally, this fall, I got my hands on a micro SD card or sorry, I remembered to bring one on the boat, charge the camera up and trolled it behind the boat. I trolled it for days and days and days. And I'm not going to blame the camera for this, but I didn't get any photos of fish. I got beautiful underwater pictures of my fishing lure. It takes stunning HD uh, photos. It also has a little foam uh, bobber attachment, so you can make it float up and down and do some vertical fishing with it. So I think I'll do some, um, this winter, I'll do some vertical jigging with it and see if we can get, get some uh, some trout fishing pictures with it vertically. And, we'll, of course, we'll share those up with everyone on the Facebook groups. Uh, but this, this camera's cool. It retails for $239. Right now you can get it at GoFish Camp for $215. Uh, so here's the scariest thing. The scariest thing is tying a knot to it and putting a $200 camera in the water. That is truly a frightening experience. However... I did it anyway, and I did it a lot. Uh, and uh, either I didn't get pictures of fish, or I would forget to push record, or my battery wasn't charged enough. So I never got anything great. And this, this, for me as an old guy, this camera has a bit of a learning curve. Uh, but for those of you more tech savvy people, I think uh, you can do some really great video with this. If you guys have a YouTube channel or you want to start one, you can get some really unique uh, videos with this. Now, uh, this does also attach via um, Wi-Fi to your cell phone. There's an app for the GoFish Cam, and you can attach it right right to there and, and control it from there. I have never been able to attach it to my uh, to my camera. I tried and tried and tried. I need to find like an eight-year-old to make the connection for me. So I'm going to keep working on that. So... Uh, great camera. I, I haven't got any fish pictures to share from it yet. As soon as I do, I will share them. I, I really love it. And I would recommend this to anybody. So that's my recommendation. Um, usage, again, it's pretty easy to use. I bet way easier once you attach it to your camera. Remember to charge it. Remember to turn off when you're done. It's all waterproof housing. It's ruggedly built. It looks great. You can cast it, drag it, jig with it, whatever you want to do. Um, the pros is it takes great videos. The cons, for an old guy like me challenging to connect it all up, uh, really hard um, to use. The nice thing about the one-minute videos it takes, the reason it does this is that way when you're editing, you you don't have like two hours of video to look through to find fish. You have lots of one-minute videos, so it's a lot easier to kind of go through it. And you can go right on your phone, apparently, and see these videos and know right away if they're worth looking at. So wait, for more information on the GoFishCam, go to GoFishCam.com, and you can buy it right there. They're not paying me for this. It's not a commercial for them. They just gave me a freebie uh, to test out. Uh, and I'm going to try and do a review uh, every episode from now until Christmas so that you can think about, hey, what can I buy that fisher person who has everything? Uh, and this might be the thing for those for those people. I'd like to see someone with a fly rod cast this. I think that would be really funny. Um, but anyway, it's a really cool concept. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how these how well these work. Uh, it'd be way cool to find a way to retrieve these if it breaks off, because that's my big uh, my big fear with these and them breaking off sometimes. So anyway, that's the the Go Fish Cam. So that's it. You've listened to a bunch of fish nerds when you should have been fishing. 
We would like to thank our families for supporting us while we podcast. Go on nerdy fishing quests and other kinds of quests uh, and letting us do the silly things that nerds need to do. We wouldn't be a nerd if we weren't doing the things. Special thanks to Fish Guy Josh, Rich Collins, Charles McGee from Bucks Bass and Beyond.com, and special thanks to Wally Pleasant for recording our theme song. So until next time, follow the code of the fish nerds, spawn early and often. Never trust a free lunch with strings attached and swim against the current every chance you get. Whether you're fly fishing in a stream, getting those ankles wet, or deep in the ocean casting nets, fish nerds, fish nerds, fish nerds, it's a podcast. Just for the hell of it! Fried in a basket or broiled in a pan, eat it raw like you're in Siam, fish nerds. Fish nerds, fish nerds, it's a podcast.